Good evening, my dear listeners. You've had the misfortune of tuning in to the most terrifying show on the airwaves. Yes, my sweet listeners. Dr. Frightful is dug out of his snowed-in lair with a shovel fashioned from bones and sorrels that I bought at the store. (laughs) Oh, how I've missed you, my dear listeners. Being snowed in for so long really made me think, maybe I should stop mailing you all that rotten asparagus. But then I decided, I'm never going to stop. (laughs) Your screams and tears sustain me, and I'm back to collect, like an old man who collects stamps. I have quite the spooky story for you tonight. As always, I beg of you, please, change the station. In fact, take your listening device out back and hurl it as far as you can. Really put some mustard on it. Don't hesitate. There's no hope in saving it anymore. It's too late. Go on. I'll wait. Still here, huh? Guess we got rid of all the cowards. It's just you and me now, my dear listeners. You and me and my terrifying, knee-knocking, spine-chilling tale. You clearly have no sense of self-preservation. And I'm glad you didn't leave, because I have a wonderful treat for you. Tonight's tale comes to you from Death Nell Roy, an old necromancer friend of mine. She was recently listening to a perfectly legal radio scanner and came across this close encounter of the fifth kind. Well, uh, technically it was the sixth kind, but don't, don't look it up. It'll spoil the episode. This is two separate recordings. One taken from a 911 dispatcher, and the other from Kevin, who works at CAA. This terrifying tale deals with alien abduction, which is pretty scary because what if you were plucked from your cornfield one night and a bobble-headed beastie stole your socks? That'd be, uh, that'd be pretty scary, don't you think? Our story takes place on Pumpkin Patch Lane, a lane that may or may not be just outside your town. And if there isn't one, um, just pretend there is. Prepare yourself, my dear listeners. Dr. Frightful presents 51 Pumpkin Patch Lane. Nine one one, what's your emergency? Aliens! It's goddamn alien invasion! 
translation. I'm sorry, sir. Can you repeat that? I'm being abducted by aliens. I am floating in the middle of the goddamn air. Sending the troops. Sending the whole goddamn cavalry or hell of water. I am a goner, lady. Okay, what is your name, sir? Tucker. Bob Tucker. Okay, Bob. Where are you exactly? I just told you. I'm floating over my goddamn farm. And what's the address, Bob? 51 Pumpkin Patch Lane. All right, Bob. I've dispatched an officer to come and check things out for you. You're gonna I'm... need more than one officer, lady. You need to call up the Prime Minister. We need a tank. We need a goddamn bazooka to take out that clear down. Okay, Bob. Can you walk me through what's happened exactly? Well, I was watching Jeopardy like I do every night, eating my beans and minding my business when I heard a ruckus out back. I thought it was them goddamn boy boys messing with the crop skin, so I grabbed my pistol. And I started shouting and waving around like a madman. And that usually works on them boy boys, you see? Next thing I know, there's this beam of light and I'm being sucked. Turns out, it's a spaceship. And out of this world, float dude to can spaceship trying to suck me off. And I won't let it. No siree. I unloaded my pistol right there in that suck hole. You fired a weapon? Yeah. And it right stopped the spaceship from sucking. And now... I'm just stuck here, halfway between the suck hole and the goddamn earth. Okay, I need you to drop the weapon, Bob. Are you nuts? Did you hear me, lady? I need this here pistol. I am being sucked. I don't have any more goddamn ammo, but I'll conk the beast over the head with this if I gotta. Bob, don't be conking anyone, okay? Just try to stay calm. Is there a visible plate number on the vehicle? Plate number? Spaceships have plate numbers? Well, if it does, then that will help us a lot. Government knows about these, don't they? Ask about plate numbers. Jesus! They're the ones that plate them. They don't want us to know they're out there, but they know. Oh, they know. Okay, the government isn't out to get you, okay, Bob? Oh, God. What is it, Bob? He's opening the cockpit window. I'm sorry, the what? Where did they implant the card? What? What card? My card is in my wallet. Here, just take the whole thing, please. Oh, God! Bob? Are you okay, Bob? He took my wallet! Are you being robbed? No! No! I don't think so. He just wants to suck me off in the ship. Do you owe him money? Does he want payment for services rendered? Damn it, I don't know. Okay, well, how much money do you owe him, Bob? I don't owe him any money. He's collecting information. Information he can bring back to his home planet. Okay, and what kind of information might he find? Nothing much. All the important stuff is buried out on the land, in my crops. And he ain't gonna be seeing the likes of... Hold on. Oh, God. He's coming back. Bob Tucker. Yes? You're Bob Tucker? Yes. Why? Bob? He knows my name. He knows my goddamn name. Well, are you familiar with the assailant, Bob? What? Have you met before? No. I don't think so. Unless he wiped out my memory. Do you think he wiped out my memory? Oh, my God. We're doomed. Bob, can you describe the assailant to me? Oh, you don't want to know. What I'm looking at here is a goddamn bubble-headed freak. His head's about ten times the size of mine. His eyes are... Well, you could get lost in a couple of baby blues burrowed deep into his oversized skull, begging for you to come into his mind and play his twisted game. Okay. His hands. If you can call him hands at all, they're like tentacles. They have a softness to them, like claws on a baby puppy. They're wet. Sticky like they've been somewhere gross. Somewhere you don't want to know about. And yet you do. I think that's how he gets you. The smells and mystery and his alien wizardry. But I won't fall for it. No so real. Okay, Bob. 
It sounds like you're describing a squid, and I'm hoping to get a more- This ain't no squid! This here is an extra terror's tail! Right. Okay, well, how about his hair color? Oh, he ain't got no hair. Just bald beach ball bobblehead beast. And have you tried talking to him? Jesus Christ, no! Are you listening, lady? This creature is holding me prisoner. And you're unable to escape? You're stuck? I've tried everything. The breaststroke, the butterfly, the goddamn doggy paddle. It seems I'm just plain stuck in this suck. I see. Hold on. Might be low enough to grab this here tree branch. Well, don't hurt yourself, Bob. I think I could do it. I'm just going to reach out for it and... Damn it, it's so close, it's on my fingertips. Just a little, just a little further. Shit. What? He's looking this way. Bob, stop. Do you want to die? What? No, please. I want to live. I want to live a long, beautiful life. Please. Bob, are you still there? Bob? Did you hear that? He's, he's going to kill me. He's never gonna let me go! Do you still have an eye on him, Bob? I do. What is he doing? He's... He's talking on the phone. Hold on. You're him. What? No, I'm not him. But you're on the phone. I can hear you. Yes, because I'm talking to you. Am I talking to you? As in him? More than one person can be on the phone, Bob. Another dirty trick! Bob, I am not an alien. That's exactly what an alien would say. No, Bob. My name is Rhonda. Oh, good God, Rhonda! Don't do it! Don't you dare do it! Do what, Bob? Lean into the suck, Bob! Oh, God! I'm falling! I'm falling! Christ almighty! I'm being sucked off! I'm being sucked off! Fox, can we stay alive? There is no time! Bob? Bob? Are you still there, Bob? Bob? Thank you for calling CAA. Uh, yes. All of our associates are busy at this time. Please stay on the line, and someone will be with you shortly. Thank you for holding. Yes, I... All of our associates are busy at this time. Your call is important to us. Okay. Please hold while we connect your call. Thank you for calling CAA. This call may be recorded for quality assurance and training purposes. My name is Kevin, and how may I help you today? Hello? This is Kevin speaking. Kevin! Yes. Hello. Kevin. What can I do for you today? Listen, Kevin, I'm in a bit of a pickle. Alright. Can I get your membership number? First things first. Kevin, you mentioned that this call is under surveillance. It is being recorded, yes, for quality and training purposes. Who exactly is listening in, Kevin? No one, really. It's 
Just that if you were to have a complaint about my service tonight, then we could pull up the call and better understand where we went wrong. And if I have no complaint, what happens then? Does the recording device destruct? Eventually it's deleted, yes. In that case, I have no complaint. Well, I haven't really helped you yet, Mr... Uh, Kev... Vin. Your name is also Kevin? It is. Okay. Well, Kevin, what can I do for you today? Listen, Kevin, I lost my connection to... When the ship was damaged, and I found your service number here on the World Wide Web. I'm curious if you have any experience with... I'm sorry? Oh. I'm afraid I don't know the English word for it, Kevin. Okay. No problem, Kevin. Can I get your membership number to open up your file? My X-file? What? No, I... your CAA membership file. My membership... I am the only member on this ship. No, it's... it's a number. It's on your CAA membership card? Ah, yes! The card! He must have implanted it. Hold on. Where did they implant the card? What card? My card is in my wallet. Here, just take the whole thing, please. Oh, God! Sorry about that. I have just abducted the membership card. Is everything okay? I come in peace, Kevin. All right. Well, can I get that membership number from you then, Kevin? Yes, Kevin. It's two, seven, three, fifty-one. Okay, I think I got that. I'm just going to... Here we are! The membership is under... Bob Tucker. Under him? I don't see anything under him, Kevin. No, the membership is under Bob Tucker. No, Kevin. Bob Tucker is under the ship. What? No, are you with Bob Tucker? Just wait. Bob Tucker! Yes? You're... Bob Tucker? Yeah. Wow. Did you hear that, Kevin? It's Bob Tucker. Is he alright, Kevin? Oh, yes, Kevin. He's just frustrated with the gravity of the situation. <laughs> right. Well, let's get this sorted for you, then. What seems to be wrong with the vehicle? According to my file here, Bob drives an 89 Chevy truck. Oh, no. It's, uh... I'm sorry, something strange keeps happening on the line here. You're going fuzzy? What type of vehicle is it? Ah, I think you call it, um, a fireball. Do you mean a firebird? Yes. So what seems to be the problem with it? The, um, the vacuum won't work. Kevin, I'm not sure I understand. And how is the vacuum preventing you from driving? Can't suck Bob without the vacuum. What? <laughs> How silly of me. I'm sorry, Kevin. My English is terrible. Perhaps it's not a vacuum. Perhaps it's a beam. The beam? Like a light. The headlight? Right, exactly. The the headlight. <laughs> okay, what's wrong with the headlights? It's making a horrible sound. Can you describe it? It's probably best if you just have a listen. <laughs> Wow! Are you sure that's the headlight? I 
have never heard anything like that. Do you have any idea what may have caused it? I think it's because Bob unloaded his pistol into it. He fired a weapon at you? Well, not at me. At the vacuum. I mean, headlight. Kevin, should I notify the police? Oh, no, no, no. This is just a minor misunderstanding. He thinks I want to suck him off, but what I really want is a good quality probing. Kevin, I... Hold on, Kevin. I think he's... He's reaching for a tree branch and he's... Oh my god. He's gonna kill himself. Bob! Stop! Do you want to die? What? No! Please! I want to live! I want to live a long, beautiful life! Please! Kevin? Is everything okay? Kevin? Hello? Kevin? Yes. Kevin. Kevin, I'm here. That was close, Kevin. What happened? Bob was tugging on a tree branch and he nearly pulled himself out of the headlight. He would have fallen to his death. I'm sorry, Bob is in the headlight? Was Bob hit by the car? Did you run Bob over, Kevin? No, Bob can't run, Kevin. Can he move? Oh, he can move. You just heard him try to kill himself. Well, is he hurt? Not yet. But he might be, if I can't fix this headlight. Oh my god. Okay, well, have you tried turning the vehicle off and back on again? Will that work? I don't know. It might. Tell me, Kevin, won't that kill Bob? It shouldn't kill Bob. Is there something I'm missing? All you're doing is turning the vehicle off and back on again. So Bob will be fine? Bob should be fine, yes. All right, Kevin. You seem to know what you're talking about, so I'm going to take your word for it. Here goes nothing. Lean into the suck, Bob! Oh, God! I'm falling! I'm falling! Christ almighty! I'm being sucked off! I'm being sucked off! There is no God! Hello? Is everything okay? It worked! It worked! I got Bob! Okay. Wait, there's a fluid leak. What color is the fluid? It's a reddish hue. It's coming from Bob. Oh, God! Well, hold on. He, he might be okay. Ah, crap. Well, is he okay? He's dead, Kevin. He's dead. What? How? Looks like you killed him, Kevin. I didn't kill him! Well, I did exactly what you said to do, Kevin. And just as I expected, the bullets that Bob had shot into the headlight penetrated through his body as soon as he got sucked off! What are you even talking about? How is that even possible? You assured me this wouldn't happen, Kevin! I did not! I clearly don't know what's going on! Is this why you record for quality and training purposes, Kevin? No! I'll take you up on that complaint now, Kevin. I'm calling the cops. Don't bother. They're already here. I guess I'll just have to try this again. Wait, try what? Kevin? See? I told you it was the sixth kind. Because Bob died in it. And uh, that's what elevates it from fifth to the sixth. Never mind. If we were to use mathematics, 
that makes this episode of my podcast twice as good as Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Because it's Close Encounters of the Sixth Kind. Suck it, Spielberg. And Close Encounters of the Third Kind won, like, a bunch of awards, so I guess that means I have won twice as many awards. Wow, uh, I want to to thank the Academy and uh, all the people who, who voted for me and have donated their bodies to my sick research. A big shout-out to uh, Rufus, who is my nightmare beast. And of course, Belinda, the swamp creature that I am seeing. Uh, love you, babe. <sighs> uh, what's this? Uh, it's a textual message from my niece. Okay, uh, so it uh, turns out that that's not how any of this works, so I'm wearing the suit Vincent Price was buried in for no reason. (sighs) Well, that's all the time we have for tonight, my dear listeners. Dr. Frightful has to go dry clean this suit and get it back to Vinny by dawn, or I'll get a fee for the late return. Well, my dear listeners... It has been a delight to chill your spines once more this evening. Remember to keep your doors locked tight and your curtains drawn just in case I, Dr. Frightful, come to your town. Especially if I'm looking for some new stories. (laughs) Sleep well, sleep tight, and don't answer that knock on your mirror. Mirror you has nothing to say you want to hear. Good night. <laughs> 51 Pumpkin Patch Lane was written by Danielle Roy, directed by Graham Kent, edited by Graham Kent and Phoebe Ta, featuring the voice talents of James Avermenko, Caitlin Polischuk, Andrew Taylor, Joanna Arnott, and Graham Kent as Dr. Frightful. Dr. Frightful's theme and credit music performed by Connor Denemy and Joanna Arnott. Tonight's episode had music written and performed by Connor Brousseau. For more information, follow Buttered Ghost Theater on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, that's theater with an R-E, not an E-R. Don't forget to rate us, share, and subscribe. Our podcast is created and recorded on Treaty 6 territory and is the homeland of the Cree, Soto, Métis, Dakota, Lakota, Nakota, and more. We at the podcast will continue to do our best to learn more about the people who have been here since time immemorial and the agreements that we all live under, together. And we encourage you to do the same. Thank you, and stay well. <laughs>